conversation, we have the material science company on a mission to save our environment, which is Pangaea. Pretty amazing. I think they're one of the most interesting companies on the planet right now. And so basically we're doing this as a research project to find how to do one thing well. The component parts of doing one thing well are many. So we're going to dig you know, a little bit deeper on those things. So let's start. So it's a material science brand. So most clothing companies don't start out that way. And um, so the backstory is they have been going from 2018 and they are selling $75 million. Yeah, in 2020. In 2020. So you would think, oh my God, that's an incre incredible growth. But, and, but actually they spent 10 years in a lab working out material science. And so like the overnight success isn't quite overnight. Um, it took them, it's, you know, they're 13 years into it. So yeah, they really are so rigorous with our research. They're purely that science is really what excites them, really what they focus on. Mm. It's almost as if the fashion okay. is a byproduct of that. It's, um, they're so committed yeah. to it. Yeah. And just so we know, pan means all inclusive and Gaia means mother earth. So pan Gaia. So that's a little bit of stuff to know. It's good. What else do we need to talk about? Backstory. Multiple founders? Yeah, so there's Miroslava Duma, who started a company called Fashion, uh, sorry, Future Tech Lab um, a few years before Pangaea. And she then collaborated with Amanda Parks as another co-founder. And they created a collective of artists and scientists and formed Pangaea. So there isn't one sole founder, um, but it has kind of grown out of this Future Tech Lab um, like seed funding yeah um so yeah it's grown from there and it's quite nice that they don't have one sole founder because there's not one person to emphasize one thing on yeah and so a team is 60 per 60 plus percent women yeah so they have places in London, Florence, and New York, factories mostly in Portugal. Yeah. Um, so there are three goals which are pretty interesting. Yeah, to make the impact visible. That's good. Uh, to work towards a better future and to become Earth positive. Oh, so the turning point. Let's talk about the turning point. So they, when they started, they went to a, uh, what do you call it, a festival? It's been nicknamed a brand orgy. Brand orgy. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Um, called Complex Con. I mean, obviously, uh, con over here means different, different thing, but um, I think over there means conference. So that's good. But the interesting thing is Complex Con has some pretty interesting people at the head of it. Yeah, they're chaired by uh, Pharrell Williams and Virgil Abloh and Takashi Marakami. And I, actually, is that right? Colette's Sarah yeah. Handelman, she's involved. So, like, she's a pretty cool cat. Yeah. Yeah, she's most of her places. Yeah, pretty good. Okay, so, but when they launched, they did this, like, I don't know how you describe it, like, sort of, um, they didn't put a sweatshirt on a hanger and go, aren't we cool? Yeah. 
they did this incredible event. It's not ordinary launch, is it? It's, um, everything, everything's been considered. Everything's been carried out impeccably. It's, mm. yeah, all down to the last very detail. It's, um, yeah. It's kind of like fashion meets science meets nature. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good way of saying mm. it, Abby. Right. The, um, but it was designed by somebody who has some pedigree at doing this stuff. Alexandra de Patek. And so I guess what we're trying to find out here, this isn't luck. This isn't just like a, an accident. You know, they, you know, they go and work with some of the best people at what they do. Um, so that Alex guy, he's obviously top, top notch at what he does. And so when they launch, of course, they suddenly steal the show. Yeah. And Miroslava Duma has been called one of the most connected women in fashion by Vogue. So yeah. she's got so networking that she needs. So, yeah, so pedigree, you know, like is everywhere here. So, again, not luck. They've got a collection of, you know, like both scientists, you know, you know networkers, you know, website builders, you know, like um, conference, you know, stand builders. Yeah, the art in here is what is as much as the science, really. It's that yeah. combination of art and science is genius. It's just bringing those two worlds together because, again, we're very used to scientists perhaps not having that creative flair. Mm. They really have adopted that, brought that in, worked with experts in their field. Yeah, so, I mean, after launching, they had to wait, you know, like 30 days before their turning point happened. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it's a long time. Um, most companies have to wait maybe a decade, but they waited a month. So, I think, you know, Pharrell wearing their stuff and, and you know, putting it on Instagram, that was a big, big moment for them, wasn't it? Mm. So their business model is pretty interesting. Yeah, they have so many different revenue sources, but in the short term, the Pangaea drives their uh, revenue. And then in the long term, that it's going to be their materials and science that drive their revenue. So they're going to patent, well, they already have patented some of their fabrics and then they're hoping to sell them and outsource them to other companies. So in a way, like Panga is their advert for their business model, which is patents of you know, a different way to do, you know, or the technologies of, you know, the the clothing. Yeah. And you know, just like maybe Intel Inside mm. was selling the technology, or Gore-Tex was selling the technology. In a way, maybe this is what this is too, mm -hmm. um, and because they want to make stuff for lots of brands, not just Pangaea. Such a kind of business model again, because mentioning the Intel thing, it's like no matter what computer you bought, whether like Compaq or something like that, quite a name from yeah. the past now, really. But if it had the Intel there on you, it was a mark of quality. And um, when Apple took on Intel, yeah. is when they kind of really took a jump as well. So it's, um, yeah. Well, I think they're selling the technology, not the clothing. Mm. So, you know, yeah. I think that's where they're really doing something quite different. I was going to say the one thing as well is they talked about they've been in the experimentation phase and now they move on to the optimization phase. They equated it to imagine they are now iPhone 1 is where they see themselves yeah. at. Mm -hmm. oh, really? So they've broken mm -hmm. a lot of boundaries, but they think this is just it's the early days. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think they do endorsements, influencers in a quite unique way. I think most brands try and get you know, an influencer um, involved. They seem to do things very differently. They have these amazing people wear their stuff almost like organically, pardon the pun. And but they don't really push those. No. So they but the ones that they do push are perhaps the small, smaller, lesser known 
you know, people. I don't know. Yeah, so they're either working with like like makers who are on the rise, like independent makers. So they did a collaboration with um, a Japanese woodworker, which sold out in like 24 hours. And then they also did one with the UN Environment Ambassador, um, where all the funds went to the wildlife conservation, and that sold out in 24 hours too. But then kind of on Instagram, you see the likes of like Justin Bieber and Kourtney Kardashian, which obviously gives a lot of hype to the brand. But means that they get to stay true to their values as well. Yeah, so they're not pushing the big influencers. They're actually pushing perhaps um, the more interesting influencers. So that's pretty interesting because no, not everybody's doing that. A nice position to be in as well, isn't it? Yeah. Like to have yeah. them endorse your post without you endorsing them. Yeah, it's a great position to be in. Just the confidence as well to not want to push those mm. then, to not fall mm. into the trap of, okay, for else giving us this attention, we'll just run with this. We'll yeah. just use this in all our ads. We'll kind of sell ourselves out. They really haven't done that. They've gone, okay, that's mm. cool. Let's not worry about entirely. That's just part of us. Yeah. So. so I think that way then there's more depth to it. Um, as opposed to, oh, we've got the coolest cat when, you know, our thing for this moment in time. But, you know, it just seems a bit more depth. And cool. with their models and things. There's yeah. All kinds of, they're all ages or genders. Yeah, really um, good diversity. Yeah. yeah, which is quite rare. Yeah. I think what we're going to learn in this process is to do one thing well. You have to do many, many, many things bloody well. <laughs> it's not just one thing. Um, so visual identity, man, like they do this really well. I mean, actually they do a lot of things well, but they do this particularly well. No, I think it's, um, again, we talked about confidence just now. So there's no make the logo bigger here. And in fact, there's no logo at all on the front of the shirts in kind of pride of place on every kind of product they create is a paragraph of text. And it's basically a K label on the outside. They're really proud of the ingredients. They really want to show that off. Um, so yeah, I'm totally against convention rather than use, well, we'd always think just use one word, use two words. There's 10, 15 paragraph of words um, describing what the material is made out of and all these features that it has. So again, it's just going against convention, being really confident in that, really sticking true to what they do. And yeah, the logo does appear, but it's small at the back um, and they really, really relentlessly consistent with it. So whatever the product is, that's how it's done. It's um, yeah, that consistency, again, combined with confidence, the repetition, it's um, really and works. Is there anyone on the team who's particularly responsible for this? Is there some person that we found out or not? Um, we've no. tried and tried, I think. Me and Nian were looking at this today. There is, because they are a collective, there is no one person who does all their social media. They have they have many great people, uh, some who used to work for Lululemon and they've worked for some big companies, but there is not one defining person who Good. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a, a group effort, it's pretty incredible, really. Mm. I mean, so it really does work as well, because whenever I wear anything by Pangaea, mm -hmm. guaranteed, because there's small text on my chest, people will come up to you and read it. Like, curiosity definitely wins in that battle, mm. rather than shouting mm. at them. Yeah, yeah. People want to come up, they want to read, what's that about? It, um, yeah, readers pick an interest as well. Cool. I okay. also think it works with the having the founders 
like influence our social media because one of the founders used to work um, for like virtual reality companies. And so when they launched the flower down coat, they made a sort of ad like VR type world that you walked into um, and the jacket was there and that was like their campaign for it. Nice. So she was a founder, not a social media person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice how they make it all come together. Science meets art meets high tech. Yeah. I think they're using their skills and they have different skill sets particularly well. So the only thing we haven't mentioned quickly though is color as well. Yeah. Color is such a huge part of their brand, mm. their visual identity and their products and their materials. Yeah. And just, you know, like just to go with the color thing, they've chosen their seven of their colors. Um, yeah. And they yeah. have specific meanings. There was one that was a clownfish, I remember. Yeah, it's orange. Clownfish. Yeah, yeah, of course. What else would you call it? <laughs> um, <laughs> But seven primary colors is their palette, and obviously they go off palette as well. Mm. So, um, but it's really well thought through when you actually, you know, do some, you know, if you deconstruct what they do. Absolutely, mm. and yeah. I think it's to be able to balance and to to show that innovation, you know, the technology to really, um, yeah, be able to present that really clearly yeah. is. So, yeah, so incredible. Because you know, to make something scientific and actually, you know, actually, you want to read it. There's two different things. I mean, oh, we've got a patent. Oh, okay, smooth. But they they're making what they are doing like um, accessible. Mm. So I think they do that particularly well. Because I, I did uh, take the quote of how they did the color. Again, we're talking about how science comes into that. And yeah, it's just magic. But so Pangaea's scientists take naturally occurring dye, for example, a flower with a red petal, and sample the DNA, splicing it into a microorganism. When you grow that in the lab, you basically feed it as part of it, its metabolic process. And then that organism then creates a dye. And that's the dye they use to make the colors. Right. So yeah, it's science fiction. It's um, magic. Mm. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they do it, but it's... The science is really strong. It is really yeah. I mean, they, they're literally coming at it from a different mm. angle, aren't they? So, uh, when yeah. you come at something from a different angle, you are going to appear very different to the rest of your world because they're not really a clothing company. They just happen to make clothes. Mm -hmm. In terms of the materials as well, they want to own their own means of production, which typically fashion companies just don't do. Um, so they've said that their factories are actually more like microbreweries. That's how they describe them. Because right. to grow micro fungi and these things that they're using to make fabrics, you don't have a traditional looking factory and mm. none of <laughs> like the manufacturing techniques are the same. So they basically have to try and blend this world of the processes of manufacturing we already have and the amazing material that they're coming up with have to blend at some point. And they've said that's what has taken them so long over the 10 years to get to that point. Mm. Wow. I mean, I'd love to see, you know, one of their factories would be great to go and visit. Mm. It? So, okay. So, I mean, materials, they do that well. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, everything that they use within their fabric is renewable or alternative resources or even the bio and the lab-grown stuff, which we've spoken about, um, and everything's sustainable. But um, 
the flower down is one of the things that they've patented that we've mentioned before, but it's just crazy that they've made a coat out of flowers. Mm -hmm. It's just incredible. So how does that work? I mean, like, so what, any flowers? It's just, oh, I can go to my garden. Wild Great. Flowers. Yeah. Wildflowers. Wildflowers. So they have fields of wildflowers, but it's also like a byproduct, so it's not grown specifically yeah. for the coat itself um, and then there's the biopolymer which is made from corn which is combined with the wildflowers that creates the thermal properties okay. for it to be warm and then they've got um, bi aerogel in it as well which then creates the strength of it right. um, but all the stuff that they use is all regenerative, regenerative resource yeah. so it can naturally regrow back to its full size again wow. so yeah they're not impacting the planet yeah. but using what mother I think that's what's so interesting about them because they have the ability to take, you know, some, you know, we all have those ideas. Let's go and make stuff from, you know, like flowers. So you go, oh, yeah, good luck with that, Dave. But they actually know how to do it. Mm. Slightly annoying. Even their peppermint oil treatment that they put on their t shirts mm -hmm. to reduce odor. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So less water, less energy. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I think it's about how long it took them to develop that, just the flower down. And, and for example, they were saying it took them years and years, like mm -hmm. they had the idea. Mm -hmm. And it was a real battle against the science to make that work. It was kind of, yeah, their passion was really there to, yeah, get it over the line. Mm -hmm. And not I could afford on the jackets. They've got a little <laughs> hole in the back, mm -hmm. like a transparent hole, where you can look through to see the kind of flower down as well. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it doesn't look like flowers or anything no. like that. Yeah. Oh, really? Like potpourri yeah. is what I was expecting. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Very romantic. Oh, really? But it, it doesn't look like that, but... Yeah, and again, it's like you think how many goose down or duck down or whatever, mm -hmm. how much of that we use, and yeah, it's not a great process, really, is it? No. Yeah. Taking off animals. So. Yeah. And the lab where they made um, the flower down usually works with the European Space Agency, so it's like yeah. even more crazy. So yeah, so the collaborations are with like NASA. And yeah. great so it's really poorly connected, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I think the materials are you know like. In a way, they spent most of the time on the materials, haven't they? Mm -hmm. You know, in in the lab, yeah. you know, doing the research. And um, if they are going to do all this patent stuff and you know, sell in the technology, you know, that technology is material science mm -hmm. that they are selling. So they've done done it well. Okay, so we move on to the next slide, um, and that is website and social media. Yeah, the website is incredible. Uh, like I said earlier, the way they um, are able to present products, their innovations, and the science is just so well thought out. Just makes it so interesting. You actually, it's an educational. Um, yeah, good on the website. It's actually really mm. educational, mm. but mm. and you're shopping. Yeah, it's, it's um, like no other experience really. Yeah. And so the lady who like was responsible for the website had some experience at a museum or is it? Um... Yeah. Amanda Parks, one of the co-founders used to work for the Science Museum in London. Okay. Um, doing, creating their exhibitions. So... So you can start to see all these yeah. different skill mm -hmm. sets from these right. different you know, like industries are coming together to form this thing. So this thing is not luck. You know, this is like this is like your ultimate rock band. Mm -hmm. You go, oh my god, you got all these amazing people like doing this mm -hmm. stuff. It's incredible. Social media is something they Social do. Social media, yeah, they've got such a strong brand identity. Um, 
again, I think that's in the use of colors. Um, yeah, all the shoots. I think that goes with it. Again, they just merge product, colors, mm. everything they're doing, it just comes in back into their brand identity. And it's just so strong. It's that consistency again, isn't it? Mm. And quality of execution as well. It's just everything is yeah, very well executed, very well rendered. There's nothing sloppy. There's nothing that's, yeah, seems not part mm. of the plan. And something else they do really well is the their version of My Hyatt's, where they'd have people contributing shots of themselves, selfies and things like that, which they use really well then to show mm. how people are wearing their styles. Mm. And again, putting people like Pharrell is on the same level as somebody who just submitted. I don't think even if I submitted one, they'd put me on the same level. <laughs> In theory, they would. They brand, yeah, they brand yeah. guidance and so, solutions. Yeah, so they do community well. Then. Very well. And you can see that. Yeah, in their Instagram and that's on their website as well. They're cool. also really consistent with their posting. Like they post every day, like one grid feed every day. And so three blocks or no, oh no one, one sorry, one image okay. every day. And okay. then they have like about five stories a day. Okay. Wow. So, so they're pretty active. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's look at some data then. So I just wanna, you know, like focus on that actually we beat them at Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> And the rest, they absolutely, you know, yeah, they left us you know, a long time ago. So Instagram, 871,000 people, pretty good. Um, so Instagram is their main place, right? So yeah. I guess their main focus. Yeah, TikTok's coming up. But In terms of doing the one thing well as well, though, for social media, their strategy is clearly we're doing Instagram. Mm. That's where we are. I think um, whether the change of the tide now with TikTok is catching up a little, but their focus is on Instagram. Mm. They're such a visual company, mm. aren't they? Yeah, that, yeah. Mm, it makes sense. And they have those colors, the palette. I mean, it is literally born for... Mm. Uh, Instagram it is yeah. a perfect Instagram yeah. company and again because of that consistency they don't need to think about it too much each time as well they rely on that system they've built um, in a very scientific way mm-hmm. in a strategic yeah. way that then that fuels that feed and the TikTok videos that they're sort of more um fan videos reposts rather than okay original. so then not- so they're like engaging their community but they're not spending a whole load of time making tiktok videos okay so what are the lessons we can learn then or was that have i skipped a beat no no i think we're just saying about yeah. kind of recapping really about that's the kind of strap and the go for designing a better future mm-hmm. and i think that's something they generally do stick to and seem to be mm. really aiming for mm. and yeah i think again this is for asking ourselves then what we think we've done well and i think a few things have come up in terms of collaboration and pulling mm. up experts in from different fields they do that really well things like balance as well i think they do something they kind of between those fields then they weigh things up quite well in terms of not them anyone overshadow it um the confidence as well i think by you know putting um putting all of that tax on the t-shirts i think it's just they're confident with what everything they do and their their transparency is super mm. super clear and also their brand mission is apparent everywhere from product yeah. to mm. website to social media you can just stumble upon them and you'd instantly know what they were for mm. and what they're about mm. I mean, I actually haven't worn any Pangaea stuff. So from a design point of view, I mean, I mean, like my youngest and eldest absolutely love them. I mean, mm. it's just like they don't take them off. And I'm going, 
It's pretty interesting. So obviously they've got that aspect as well. I think they do want to expand in the future into, they want to collaborate with other clothing brands to so that knowing their audience, they can market to them. Because maybe you're not interested in tracksuits and hoodies, but yeah, I think that's where the, them being a technology company will come into play. So that technology can go in many places. I think that's, I think that's their big play. Mm-hmm. And actually, the the Panga Clothing Company is really a beautiful, amazing advert for their their science mm-hmm. and their tech and and their you know their technology. So that's the thing that's strange about this is we haven't mentioned the clothing much at all. And no. it's just like, let's just yeah. take it for granted that that's amazing. And it's just like forgetting how well they do that and how, mm. like I said, how popular the products are and how on every level they're really engaged with. You're buying into so much more. As well. Yeah. yeah. And the product. And that's a really incredible thing. Yeah. So um, in short, they're doing lots of things well, but actually to do one thing well, you have to do many, many, many things well, and they certainly do that. So well done to them. And this is our research you know, project. This is us trying to learn how to do one thing well, because that's what we want to do. So that's been good. Mm. Great. Well done. Boom. And if you want to let us know in the comments, if there's anyone you think that we should cover or think that would be good to research, then let us know. Definitely. Over and out.